right now I am testing and trying simple, simple versions of a margarita everywhere. I like that sour, lemony tequila mix, but I don't like the sour mix. So anywhere I go that has enough of a high or a good selection of tequila, and it seems like a, a, a good bar, I want to see what their take on it is. I'm a lot more simple. I like champagne. <laughs> That's my drink of choice. One of the things that, can we define favorite? Because I struggle with, with that. Because sometimes it's like, what am I listening to right now? What would I listen to every day? Right? Like, every day, we have, I have Maxwell on. Every day. Without exception. Maxwell is on. It, it, it's almost, it may, almost makes me feel like it's not a real day until I've played that, you know? Is it what I would listen to working out or driving? Probably not. But to get the day going, I have to go through my Maxwell sequence. Who's my favorite artist? Mm-hmm. I feel like forever it was Michael Bublé, but I don't listen to him. At all. I love John Legend's voice. You I don't, I don't listen? Pu- I don't listen to music. Really. Yes, you do. In the car by yourself. You I put listen on- to country music, but I couldn't tell you that I have a favorite artist. Like what I like about country music is the storytelling and the, the, the beat and the vibe, but I couldn't tell you a favorite song or a favorite artist. The last four or five places we've been to, we have ordered the exact same thing. It's a six ounce filet and a Chilean sea bass yep. and a lobster bisque. Mm-hmm. We've had that at the last five restaurants we've been to. True. So it's been the go-to right now. And it's, it's a, it's a nice light dish because we split everything. We split the filet, we split the sea bass, we even split the soup. But something that I could eat anytime. If you're like, what could you eat anytime? Like any day, anytime sushi, a hundred percent. That's like my jam. Could I eat it every day? Probably not. But it's like, I could definitely always go. There's never a time where I'm like, I'm not really in the mood for sushi. Like that doesn't exist. So I would say that. There should be like a word per minute. Like, all right, you a can calendar. only say these yeah. many words. Like, you're going to have to cut them off. <laughs> like Twitter, right? Like, it should be a, yeah, like a, yeah, you, know, you know what? That would be a great idea. Like a short format podcast yeah. that had a limit. You're on, limited. You're limited. And no matter where you're at. They're like, no, that that's it. it. That's it. You know, because yeah. isn't that why reels work? That, you would yeah. never make it. Because it's short. It. I know yeah. I wouldn't make it, but <laughs> I'm not saying for me. I'm saying it's a great idea. For the others. Ralph would need a shot, a shot clock above the... <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. Yes, the podcast you love to love is back with another episode. I am your host, Old Head Ed. And uh, yeah, I don't have anything to promote this time around, but I do want to shout out the sponsors. Uh, as always, uh, Lewis Beard Brews and Food. That's one of those. Um, the Lady G with the G Juice Remedies. That's one of those. And the Mama Juana King, uh, one of the earliest sponsors of the show. Uh, 
nonetheless, now that we got the official business out of the way, um, I'm sitting down with two longtime friends um, who are who do their well i don't even know where to start they do they do many things so it's difficult to narrow down where to start and where to end but we're going to cover it all that definitely we're going to talk about all of it i met i met ralph uh 2010 Mm -hmm. um started working out with him back then um and then shortly after i met lais uh who was also working out with him back then and uh and now they find themselves so many years down the line, so many stories, so many workouts. Um, they decided to do their own podcast. Actually, actually, if, I, if I'm going to be totally honest, um, and I hate using that term because when people say that, I feel like, what, you didn't plan on being honest to begin <laughs> right. with? Like, Are you not honest about the totally other totally stuff? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, now, we're starting now. Now we're going to do the honest thing. Um, me and Ralph were both fans of podcasts, and uh, Ralph got into it before I did. Mm-hmm. And we were both talking about, actually, Ralph was the one that put me on to the Anchor app. Mm-hmm. Well, the moment he told me, he's like, oh, yeah, there's this app, and it does everything for you. Well, it doesn't do things for you, but it makes it, it streamlines the process. You can record right on it. You, you had some, uh, some amount of editing you can do. You can add music. So when he said that, I was like, all right, there's really no excuse as to why right, it was easy. I haven't, st- haven't started my own. So here we are. You know what? Four years later, because the day that we're recording this, so the 26th was the first March 26th was the my first episode drop four years ago. Really? Wow. wow. Yeah, yeah, I would give myself a little applause. Happy anniversary. Yes. It's a whole presidential term. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yes. Luckily, I'm not limited to that. <laughs> right. I, can, I know, I can right? keep on going. Luckily, Thank you're God. not a president. Yeah. That doesn't sound like a fun job no, either. Not at all. Not at all. But I say that to give you guys just a little bit of a background. Um, now, uh, Ralph and Lais, they have their own show called Lais and the Coach. Um I, I ask all of you guys to follow them wherever it is that they you could find their podcast, iTunes or Apple Podcasts. It's called Apple Podcasts now, uh, Spotify, so on and so forth, iHeart. Um, they also do, they're also a lot braver than I am because they do a YouTube as well. <laughs> so they're willing to have cameras pointed at them while they do these talks. And, um, and yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit about everything. We're going to talk a little bit about fitness, um, uh, where they're at now, how how Ralph's uh, business has evolved through the years and where it's at now with the help of Laís and then Laís's post-coaching and, and competitive uh, competing and whatnot. We're going to get all of that. We're going to get all of that for sure. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. We're going to be totally honest. <laughs> Thank uh, always. You. Finally, Sorry. Finally, somebody. <laughs> somebody. How are you guys doing? We're good. Yes. We are great. Yes. yes. We are uh, in... We are in a really great place right now with all of the decisions that we've made. And it's it's really cool to take a moment and even go back to all those times because mm. I do remember those. I remember like at the, the very first couple of episodes that I did, some of them were on my phone. Like, oh, yes, like it was all audio um, and I would record literally on the phone. Sometimes driving, I would record what I wanted to say, you mm. know. Uh, so, so it's really cool to see even that, how that started and, and where that is right now. It feels so cool to be on this side. Yeah. With all this fancy stuff. <laughs> I love being like, you know, cause we're always the ones, if we're in a, in a podcast, you know, for the most part, scenario, yeah, we do, we do a lot of hosting. You're the okay. ones hosting. So yeah. this is cool. I'm excited. That's great. This is great. Let's, let's talk. Let's talk. Um, so the, 
So you, I'm trying to, I don't, it's just so much. Where do we start? It's like, where do you start? Um, so what do you normally talk about on the show first? Typically, whatever it is that you guys got going on. So right now, as a matter of fact, it, it'll play well in, into some of the things that you normally talk about on the show. Right now, the thing that we enjoy doing most is going on to eat. Okay. It's the only I would thing say, we do. Uh, I would say it's the only thing that we do that isn't work related. Mm-hmm. Got you. Gotcha. So much so that I, we we started a, a Instagram page. Like, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know how we found a way to <laughs> try to monetize our our outings, but shocker. <laughs> like, you know what would be a great idea? <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. And we're gonna we'll definitely get into it in the in the in the food segment. We'll delve into that uh, head first. But let's talk about Team Forever. Okay. Let's talk about you guys getting into the world of. Uh, competition, both training and competing, um, and and the effect it's had on people's lives as far as um, the people that you had a chance to work with and have subscribed to getting involved into um, getting involved in competing, which I, that's not easy. Like I don't mind working out, but I don't I don't know about stepping on stage, like and being judged, so and being judged. Yes, right, signing up. To- <laughs> So You're what pain to be judged. <laughs> what a concept. Yeah. But that, you know, that's a good start. Team Forever so, is a whole podcast on its own. So I'll tell you, like, for the sake of giving you a, a, a really thorough, but I don't, I know I'm, I have a word count that I have to stick, <laughs> stick to. No, but, but honestly, like the, the inception of the idea comes from, we wanted to try to grow our gym is really how it started. We were not doing anything related to contest prep or competitions or any, like nothing. We had a gym in Miami. That and, was it. And like most businesses, you need proof that whatever you're doing works, right. right? So we were at a point where I wanted to have some sort of marketing campaign going on. And at the same time that that was happening, she was looking for something bigger than just weight loss. Okay. Right? So she spawns the idea of could she get ready for one of these fitness shows could she do it and i said of course you can and she thought it would take a long time like most people do and based on where she was right i said you know probably take you like six months or so based on what i know and 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 how i think it would go i said you know what would be great is if we documented all of this and at the end showcased that if you came to our gym our workouts are so good that they could get you stage ready. That was all we wanted. Um, in we addition, curse on this podcast, please, okay, please. I wouldn't. Sure it wouldn't be the full like experience. <laughs> One of my favorite parts like, of your podcast. I have is, so much to say, but it's gonna come out with some fucks no, in there. Do it. Do it. Do it. So, <laughs> so one of, and then so that was idea one, and then idea two is like she wasn't really ready to to go into a full clean bodybuilding diet Mm -hmm. so there were things that in order for her to be consistent needed to be a part of that like she wanted pop tarts and she wanted that was my whole thing i was like first of all six months there's no fucking way like i was not i had been working out for years like with you even Mm -hmm. but i had never really paid attention to my my food like Mm -hmm. i wasn't really massively overweight but i was not in shape like definitely not for the stage so when you said six months i thought like two years you know, but I was like, but these girls look like so in shape. Like there's no freaking way that I'm going to eat what I know they eat, which is like chicken breast with broccoli or tilapia and asparagus, like this crazy diet, all this water, all this cardio. Like you see stuff on Instagram. You're like, I'm not, there's no way I can do that. I don't want to do that. 
Yeah. Like, I don't want to sacrifice my life. Like, there was more, mom. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I'm like, I'm a mom, I'm a wife. I like to cook. I like to go out to eat. I enjoy food. Like, we are foodies. Like, that's never been any different. And I'm like, there's no fucking way. Like, there's no goal that I want that bad. Got you. You know? Yeah. So, I'm like, what a great idea, right? So, if I can make this happen for her with the going out and the Pop-Tarts and the this and the that, and all she did was come to our 45-minute group workout, that would be a freaking kick-ass testimonial, right? Oh, yeah. But the idea was to promote the gym, the workouts that we offered. Uh, and the flexibility in the diet. Right. Okay. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Because so, there was still a plan that I had to follow. It wasn't of course, all day It wasn't just eat shit. And <laughs> you, like, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? But I had things included in there that I liked and that yeah. I wanted. And along the way, you know, she documented her journey a little bit. Very wasn't little. really like she does now. I was very shy of Instagram very mm. in a very insecure place in my life but the people that were coming to the gym did see her every day and she did show up to a class every day and you know they're like how's it going and people would ask questions regularly but never did we think that that's something that other people wanted to do as a matter right. of fact in a like i've coached people to the stage before like but rarely did somebody come up and say i want to get ready for a show especially in the environment that we were in which was group workouts you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and as soon as she did that, it was it wasn't even twenty four hours mm -mm. before that first person, like on the phone, called and said, "Hey, you know, can you know? I've always wanted to do one of those. You know, can wow. you guys?" It like gives me chills because can it's you guys, exactly what you happened. Know, we were driving back down. The show was in Orlando. We're driving back down to Miami the very next morning, and literally felt like our world had completely changed because I was either getting DMs or text messages or calls. Like our phone was blowing up and, and I was like, and how the fuck? <laughs> how? And the first thing she said when she finished her show was like, there's gotta be another woman that wants to do this. Right. You Cause know? he told me, I was like, listen, I'm just going to do this once. Like, I just want to get in shape. Like I'm just going to use this to keep me in line yeah. so I can get in shape. Cause I'm going to do it if I got to go do that. And many times during my journey, I felt like I wasn't going to do it. I'm like, there's no way I'm actually going to do it. Cause I'm so shy or I was, so I'm like, let me just get in shape. And then like, I just won't do the show, you know, but then people would ask me and I'm like, fuck, like these people are asking me. So I have to do it now yeah. because I'm going to look so stupid if I don't. But if it weren't for people asking, I probably yeah. wouldn't have done it, which is why I posted the very little bit that I did, because I'm like, it'll keep me accountable. Yeah. It'll keep people asking. But I wasn't taking anybody through the entire journey. Like I would just do very little updates, you know, because I, again, I was so shy. Um, and the goal really was just to get some members in the gym. And he told me like, when you step on stage, you're either going to get off stage and be like, that was great bucket list. But like, I don't really want to do that again. Or you're going to be like in the next show, you know, this is going to be the bikini color I'm going to do. And I'm like, I'm probably not doing another show, but fine, like whatever. Yeah. And so I went, I did the thing blacked out on stage. I'm like, there's no way I'm doing this again. When I got off stage, if there wasn't video evidence. You would swear that it didn't yeah. happen. One like, I don't things. even know what happened. Like, I have no idea till this day what exactly I did out there. Well, actually with, with the video, but I don't remember. I wasn't yeah. in that experience. Yeah. You know, okay. I was freaking out. I even contemplated, I was in the lineup and I was like, I'm in shape. Like I can just leave. Like, I don't have to do this part. Like I'm going to throw up. Like, this is, you know, I literally felt sick and I'm like, fuck, like he will kill me. Like if after all this, cause we went through a lot to get there yeah. and after all this, like, no. So I went and I did it, but I got off stage and I was like, oh my God, never again. Thank God that's over. And then like five minutes later, like I was in the back, like sitting down waiting. And then I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror and I was like, holy shit. Like I just fucking did that. Like, I cannot believe I did that. I'm like, I felt immediately changed, you know, because I, yes, the prep is what transforms you not only out 
outside, but also inside okay. because you show up every day for you and you do things when you don't feel like it. it. There's, there's a lot of transformation that happens from the work, but there's a huge transformation that happens when you do the thing and you're like a thing you never thought you could or you would. And I was like, shit, I'm like, I feel like a different person. I'm like, I haven't even walked out of this backstage yet, you know? And I'm like, there's gotta be another woman who needs this as desperately as I did because I was in such a bad place, like in such a rut. I was taking care of my, of everybody but me, like mm -hmm. my, my kids and my husband and my house. And I just had like nothing. And I love them and I love yeah. taking care of them. But I'm like, like, I just wasn't confident and I didn't feel pretty and I didn't feel like I was working toward anything. And I felt so insecure. And I felt different right away, like wow. after it. And I was like, this is amazing. Like the next show's in Miami. Like there's gotta be one woman in Miami that wants to come and do this. And that, that's literally what happened. Like I walked out from backstage and I saw him and I was like, oh my God, like, <laughs> you know, like I did it. He's like, oh my God, good job. And then I was like, there's gotta be another woman who wants to do that because every woman should do that once. Like people need to experience the feeling that I have, right? women specifically, yeah. the feeling that I have right now. And that's what he was saying. So... We that was a Saturday night, Sunday on the road home. Two right. people booked. Started inquiring and or, yeah, well, random. Inquired and booked. And like booked. they were like, we random are in, people that we didn't know. We are doing this, and you guys are going to help us. We do didn't this. even know. Like, what do you mean? Like, obviously, he can prep anybody. He had yeah, done yeah. it before, but in my mind, I'm like, how the fuck? Like, are we going to guide somebody through a process that like I don't even feel like I've got mapped out, like yeah. figured out just yet? Because there's a lot that goes into that, right? Yeah. Like, it isn't just get in shape. Like, yeah. there's a lot. <laughs> And we, we get back to the gym. Uh, oddly enough, we were talking about that before. Like, we had to hurry up and get back because we had to open Monday, right? Yeah, yeah. So Monday at the gym, like, and then one person from the gym comes. You, the coach, do you think I could do that? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you've been here, you've been you here all that. this time? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you've not once mentioned that you even know what that is? Yeah. Like, yeah, you could do it. Like, you know, as a matter of fact, we are helping two other people. She's doing another show and... Before you know it, we had 11 people on the wow. docket for the next show. For that next show. And that was never the intention at all. But I think because <laughs> they saw a regular person do it, yeah. I wasn't like some confident, in shape Instagram model. Like mm -hmm. I was just a regular person. It became like, well, if she can do it. What the hell can I do it? Especially the people that came to our gym because they watched me do it. Yeah. They watched me eat my they, meals. Yeah, they're sitting there or, or also they're there right beside you during the workouts. Yeah, they watched me train. They trained with me. They watched me eat before and after. They watched my progression. And, and that was always a thing. Like, you know, I'm not going to have to eat that chicken and broccoli, right? Yeah. Like that was always <laughs> strong like, selling point. Like, right? Can I do it? And I'm not going to have to eat like that, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, no, you're not, you know? Uh and, and that almost became, well, not almost, like that's really become our signature, right? Where you can go through this process and you can do that and you don't have to give up any of the things that you enjoy, yeah. you know? There's got to be some sort of accountability and something that we're quantifying, but you don't really have to give up the experiences that you like when it comes to food. Um, there's, there's always checks and balances, but that became the thing that allowed a lot of what, what even what she said like regular people that had never even dreamed of actually ever doing it say i think i want to do something like that if that's the way that it goes mm -hmm. yeah. you know and and sure enough you yeah, know the rest is history like it just evolved and grew and just blew up and we've taken so many people to the stage and they all have a story and they all have a journey and they all have a purpose of why they're doing it you know their why and you start to see that not a single person leaves it unchanged, mm. just like me and just like I said and I thought. And 
everyone in a different way. Like people that are now more comfortable around their husband, people that had never worn a two-piece bikini in all of their 40-something years of life did it for the first time on a stage and I'll do it every week. You know, like so many incredible, because I say it all the time, we say it all the time. The stage is amazing, but it's a goal, right? Mm -hmm. Like we all got to go back to regular life on Monday. And it's like, who are you and how are you on Monday when you go back home to your husband, to your kids, to your job, to you? You know, and it's like, that's really what matters. And I think that's why we've never been okay sacrificing diet or life because like even now that, you know, that I've become a professional in this and and I do it for work and and I've done it for so long, my life still takes priority. Like you can't miss out on life altogether because you have a goal. Like none of us are LeBron James, you Mm, know what I mean? Like we're trying to do something that's supposed to better us and to enhance our our health and our life not take over and not allow us to have other experiences. So it's like, that's really been our thing from the start. And that's been kind of where we've stayed where it's like, you can get amazing results and you can continue to evolve in your life and you will be forever changed, but you don't have to do it in a way where that's all you're doing. And it's very specific, you know, I think it's amazing that you you got, when you guys brought up the point about, you know, once you're done, you could either say, Hey, we're, we're going to do this again as, as a competitor or no, I'm good. Uh, That that's the one time, but the change that you're talking about, the transformation you guys are talking about still will continue after that, whether that person ever steps on stage again, exactly like those, the internal changes. I think one of the things that we've noticed along the way is most people set themselves up short and, it's it's more common that that people don't actually accomplish even the small things that they want to do, you know, and it becomes normal and acceptable. And inside of a process like this, again, the health benefits aside, the fact that you told yourself, I'm going to go do this and you saw it through is such an incredible win, you know, yeah. but apply that to anything, right? Yeah. I'm going to start a podcast and I did it, you know. I'm going to open a business and I did it. Like it's the, I said I was going to do something and I did it. That has a lot of power, but then you combine that with, and I'm also, I've lost weight and I right. feel better and I'm confident. And then yes. you stack those, right? And then that stack is is like, like a superpower. Cause yeah. that's what self-confidence is, right? Yeah. Keeping your word to yourself, building a reputation with yourself. That's what makes somebody confident or not showing up for themselves, doing the thing they said they were going to do, dreaming big, taking the step, pushing boundaries. Like that's where confidence comes from. Not the abs, you know what I mean? But then on top of it, yes, now I get to dress this way or I get to feel this way and I have the energy and I have the body that I want. Oh, now maybe I'll wear something that I normally wouldn't because I have that confidence. I'll do this to my hair because I have that confidence. And you're, you just start living a completely different life because you've showed up in such a different way. Wow. So, so many years later now, so many people have been helped or have been brought to the stage. How many, you guys, was it six, seven years you guys been bringing people to compete? Um, 2018? Six years. Six years years this year. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. It feels like a lifetime and it feels like six months all at the same time. (laughs) You know? Right, yeah. It feels like it was just yesterday. It feels like we're just starting. It's weird how that works. It's like, it feels like it's just something new, but you've been doing it long enough. because we've done so much of it. And we haven't stopped. Like, it's been, it's been six continuous years. Like, it wasn't one show. It was like, multiple shows and then that year we did two and then the next year we did three and then we did four and then we did six and we do like travel and we do like 10 shows a year this year we'll do like 10 shows right wow Mm -hmm. wow and and do you still keep getting new people coming on and like 
hey, I'm, I want to try for that one. Or I always. Wanna, eh. What I find interesting is the amount of people that we talk to that say, I've always wanted to do that. I'm like, you did? Who the fuck always <laughs> wanted to get on stage? It's the weirdest thing. Like, I remember before, like, he he's always loved bodybuilding. He's always yeah. watched it. And I would be like, what is wrong with those people? Why are they so extreme? Why are they, like... That tan is weird. The way they stand is weird. That is way too intense. I've grown to really feel very differently about it because I now know the amount of work that it takes and the art of it and that you only really look like that for that second. And there's so many different stages and body types and federations. And when you're watching those things, you're also looking at the top of the top of the top. So it's like, yeah. there's a lot more that goes into that. But I, he'd be in watching it and I'm in the background like, that's fucking weird. So the amount of people that tell me, like, I've always wanted to do, to do that amount of women, I'm like, how? Like, when? At what point did you see that what and say, that? I want to do that? Like, because I never did. Yeah. And I think everyone's like me. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm a regular person. I'm like, hello. But yeah, a lot of people, we talk to a lot of people and we've, we continue to, to do the thing. But I, I, I think that one of the reasons that, that it's, it's all been organic like nothing's it. been forced. We've gotcha. never put out like but ads for it. Or I anything. think that one of the things that's happened is sticking to that, that phrase, which could be different, but sticking to that regular person phrase, right? You see your friend and then you haven't seen your friend in, in six months and then you catch up, you go for coffee and all of a sudden your friend just came off doing a show and you're yeah. like, what the hell is that? Yeah. yeah. Like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, and I tell everybody, it's like, if you really want to know if you're making headway, if you're transforming, go find someone who hasn't seen you in a bit because mm -hmm. they can't help it. Yeah. They have to say something, yeah, you know? Yeah. So we got so many of those. It's like, hey, my friend wants to. And hey, my friend told me and it she wants to. It was all that. It was all and, word of mouth. And, it, and, and because wow. of the stories that everybody had where they're like, oh, but you probably had to diet really hard and it's hours of cardio and I just don't have time. They're like, I don't have time either. And there's none of that. They're like, well, what do you mean? Like, yeah, just talk to my coach. Right. And it's been so much of that. that it, it almost seems, um, hard to believe. Right. There's no way that that, that actually works. It's like, but we've done it so many it's times. It's a mind fuck for people. Right. <laughs> yeah, it really yeah. is. Like people, like a lot of times will think you're lying. Yeah. Right. <laughs> especially, especially people who have set these boundaries in front of themselves. Of course. Like they've already told themselves that it's not. So when someone comes through and answers their question, uh, that no, it was just this, this, that. It's like, no, that can't be possible. Yeah. I literally get messages on my Instagram. We both do. Like, cause we post all of our food, like, especially when we go out and people are like, but what did you actually eat? Like, do you actually eat the things you post? I'm like, no, bitch. I fucking pay for it and throw it out. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you stupid? Of course I ate it. Like, but it's that. It's like people don't, can't And there's, there's always the, the, I would do that, but I don't have two hours to do this and another yeah. hour at the gym and, you know, packing my meals is and my hard kids this, and my and kids and have that. And even the people that, that we actually get to speak to that are coming from the other person that's just like them that doesn't have two hours and has kids and eats at Chipotle every day, like even even though they've seen it, it's still hard for them to say that they could do it, right? Because there's so many blocks there. Yeah, yeah. But, and, and I think that that's, again, another part of that process. It's like mm -hmm. getting to the other side and being like, wow, 
I didn't need to do all those things and I'm still here. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And we, like, we've taken hundreds of people, people to the stage and 95% of them are regular everyday moms. A hundred percent of them never thought this is something they could do or came into it being like, yeah, I can't wait to get on stage. Like they just went for it, you know? And it's like the reasons why you can't are the reasons why you should. Like we're all busy if you're that busy where you don't have an hour or two inside of a 24 hour window to pour into you is a reason why you need to set a goal and do something, yeah. you know, like your kids, your job, your this, your that, like that means you're not even remotely close to the top of your list. Correct. That's a problem. Yeah. Like people always say like, yeah, but you can't put yourself first. You have kids. You, you, you don't have to put yourself first, but you have to put yourself at the top with everybody else yeah. that's at the top with everything else that's at the top. Yeah. So the time excuse is such a bad one. And, and we believe, at least I do, that it's a it's a cover up. Like we all have time and we all know that it's mm -hmm. it's a cover up for I don't really think I can. So mm -hmm. let me blame it on something. Right, Because because if you don't have two hours to do it, it's like, great. I don't have two hours. I'm like, well, do you have one? Like, no, I don't really have one. Like, do you have 10 minutes? Because you're eating anyway. Right. But it's like yeah. if, if you yeah. have 10 minutes, like, yeah, but 10 minutes isn't going to be enough. I'm like, but you have 10 minutes. You, could, we, start. could we start there? Exactly. Right. And a lot of times people are like, yeah, but if if that's not going to give me what I want, then why even? It's like, all right. So we have a whole other problem. Yeah. It really isn't a time problem. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think you guys do a great job by showcasing um, and giving uh, the people you guys have helped go to stage and compete um, a platform where they could share their stories. And they just pretty much it's a they they pretty much echo what you guys say and what you told them from the beginning where it's like, no, oh, yeah, I have this going on. I have this going on. I have that going on. And still we make it work. Yep. hundred percent. And, and along, uh, along this journey, it's been all kinds of people, teachers, moms, doctors, police, police officers, officers. <laughs> um, like just, just to, and, and the reason that I use those, right. I'm, I'm purposefully mentioning those because those have really specific time restraints. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, and you know, if you've got that, that, uh, graveyard shift in the middle of the night, Right. I would yeah. say that that's, that's one of those valid reasons to not, yeah. you know, yeah. or a lot like, uh, oddly enough, right now I'm coaching a lot of nurses, uh, nurses that work in ERs, nurses that work in, in delivery rooms, nurses, nurses that are travel nurses. I'm coaching a lot of nurses right now. And a lot of their shifts are 12 hours long. Right. And middle of the night, like yeah. you start to look at obstacles in time. And a lot of the things, a lot of the people that I mentioned, I mentioned because they have time restraints, right? And I'm not saying that other people don't, but inside of those time restraints, they still find a moment to do it, you know, yeah, to yeah. do all of it, right? A yeah. moment to eat, a moment to work out. And, a moment to pose and all the things. And all of that compounds over time and, and makes them better at the thing that they're doing anyway. You do become a better doctor because you show up with more mm -hmm. energy, mm, you know, because yeah. you're properly fed yeah, and yeah. you exercised, you yeah. know? So you do become better at all the things. It just doesn't seem like that translates into that, but it does. Yeah. Wow. Um, we got a whole we got a whole lot more to get to. <laughs> I definitely want to get into Laisa's uh, YouTube channel, mm. uh, the inspiration for women, all the things she's got going on uh, that will help. I guess help women who are finding themselves in that place where everything goes before them. Mm. Um, definitely and then you know we gotta talk more drinks we gotta talk more yes. music and we gotta talk more food you guys stick around I got Laís and the coach with me it's Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast we got the dope, 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 dope,
on tap down here. Bruce Beats and East the Podcast. Uh, we're back. This is the uh, Bruce segment. This is typically, typically, I what I do is I would provide the guests four beers to sample. They'll try the beers. They'll give us their thoughts. Uh, we're not doing that today. Oh, we're man, not, you chipped us. We, I, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, water. It's all yeah, good. Yes. But I'm, I'm very interested into how often you guys um, uh, train people, coach people, that maybe a beer is a very intricate part of their, their everyday it's mm. maybe one of those things that you know kind of gets them. So we could we could get into that as far as how one would navigate that uh, um, that part of I guess the training or the or the diet the dietary um, aspect of training for something like getting on a stage. But I also want to talk about what you guys to like to drink in general. We can get those stories in and uh, and we like like I to s- drink a lot every day. <laughs> yeah, every, every day. <laughs> Not just water. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sometimes water in the drink. <laughs> hey. Um, less calories. And, yeah, right? And then uh, and then also I want to talk about just, um, we, we mentioned it earlier how, Lice, you've um, you, you found this newfound confidence and um, just a new drive through uh, competing and um, and you wanted to share it. And now you've, you've done several things. Uh, to present this information to people just outside and that are just outside of your uh, circle or at the gym or the people who have reached out to you. You have a couple different YouTube series. Mm-hmm. Um, you had the Butterfly Effect. Butterfly Project. Butterfly yeah. Project, yeah. Mm-hmm. Butterfly Effect, great movie. But <laughs> Butterfly Project, Let, let's talk about that. Yeah, I think for us, like this whole journey has always been about sharing it. Right. Like it's always been about like we were talking about before, like ever since the very first moment that I stepped, I, I the little bit that I documented that first prep was so that I, I can stay accountable. But the moment that I realized like the massive transformation I had gone through, I immediately felt like I needed to not pay that forward. But I felt responsible for like other women experiencing that. Um, and immediately after getting off stage, and going through that journey and seeing it through, I knew that that's like what needed to happen next. Like we need to take somebody else. Again, it wasn't about a contest prep team. Like it wasn't about anything like that. We have so many accomplishments, I think, in the last few years inside of that world that are awesome, but it's never been about any of that, you know? And so once that became the goal, like to really showcase what's possible and what I had experienced and who I had become and, and still, you know, it's ever evolving. So it's like, I'm still in that journey. And I very much so was at that time too, obviously, but it was like, I have to share. And it's like, I have to get over whatever shyness or insecurity I have still, even after getting on stage, it was much better, but I wasn't like how I am now, you know, because it comes with time. And I felt like I needed to share. I needed to share my meals. I needed to share my workouts. I needed to share our dinners. I needed to share mom life. Like I just felt like I needed to share what I was doing because even though it never really felt like anybody was watching, like I'm sure everyone can relate to that. Like you never really think anyone's actually paying attention or that it matters. You're like, who the fuck wants to know like what I'm eating? Like, you know, but I was like, this is my only way to actually like share that with other people and, and show them what's possible because I don't think that, I don't think that in today's world of Instagram and all the perfection that we're all used to seeing when we scroll through, none of it feels relatable or Mm -hmm. possible or in reach. And so to me, I was like, let me show mom stuff and my laundry and all of the things. Like if you look at the Kardashians, right? Like everyone loves to watch their shit show. Mm. And not that I was trying to create a shit show, but I was like, 
people want to feel like they're on a journey with you or like they, they're, they know you. Um, and I'm like, we got to do that, you know, yeah. somehow to a certain extent. And so I think I just started sharing a lot more. Right. Yeah. And, and it's always good to, to share the, the things that people don't think you're actually doing. Yeah. Right? A lot of times the perception is like, well, you get up and you have your egg whites and you go work out. That's your day. Mm-hmm. And it's not like there's, mm-hmm. like she said, there's loads of laundry to do. Oh and there's, laundry, and <laughs> there's, you know, cleaning to do. And yeah. There's preparing of food, you know, for four different people. Like there's a lot of just back to there's regular kids. day things, yeah. right? That a lot of times people disregard because they see that end result and they can't imagine that you were actually able to do it if you had anything else going on. Yeah. So it's always cool to share all that. I came from a very honest, I'm always very honest. Like I don't, I can't filter as much as sometimes I probably should. <laughs> uh, I'm not good at it. So yeah. it's like, I just was like, I'll share as much as I can or as much as I, you know, cause it takes work obviously, you know, like, but how much can I share from that very normal everyday person perspective, which is what it is um, so that people can see what's possible. And then what I, well, we started to realize, like, he does obviously all the nutrition and all the training. He is, you know, the mastermind behind all of this. Um, and his coaching evolved so much more into mindset than people can imagine. Because, Ooh. yes, it's food and, yes, it's training. And he can obviously talk about that. But it's so many patterns and behaviors and blocks and self-sabotage and you know, just things that like habits that people don't realize they yeah. have. And that's most of what he coaches. Like people don't realize who they actually are and their behaviors. And so he's coaching that. And then what I started realizing on my side, because he deals with all the training and nutrition. And I always dealt with like the posing and the bikinis and the photo shoots and the outfits and the glam and, you know, the femininity side of things. And, and so what I started to realize is that like every woman was coming to us, not just like not in shape and, you know, like not, and not secure with themselves they were also coming to us with like zero concept of like femininity and mm. i don't really walk in heels i'm like the fuck like what do you mean like you know but it's a thing or yeah. i don't really like would never paint my nails that way or like what do i do with my hair or like and i started the people that we were taking to the stage started to evolve into like you should do this with your hair if they asked me you know yeah. or we need to change your wardrobe or it's okay if you feel this way and you say it out loud like yeah. It's okay to have a mind of your own and to speak up. It be we both started coaching things that we weren't set, setting out to coach. It wasn't part of the pamphlet. In other right. Words. Yeah. It wasn't part of the assignment, but it's yeah. like it was so important. And it was it was kind of like the coaching that you're doing behind the scenes, but then to each other, we're like, this is really what we're doing. Yeah. And so the butterfly project started because I wanted to go deeper, like into yeah. a lot of patterns and behaviors and blocks and and mindset things and you know somebody being okay with taking care of themselves. I know that while I believe everyone should get on stage or go through that journey one time in their life, mm-hmm. I know that most people are not attracted to that idea yeah. or that goal um, for so many reasons. Like so many people are like, I'm not going to get on stage in a bikini. Like I would never do that. My husband would never be okay with that. My son would never be okay. Like insert reason. Yeah. So I get it, but everyone should go through that experience. So I'm like, what other angle could I use? Um, and, you know, it's it's really cool and it's something that I love doing, but I think it works best when I stick to what I know and what I do and do that in the background instead of that at the forefront, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Right? It's more me to lead with the fitness and lead with the fashion 
uh, and lead with the femininity and kind of work the mindset and the habits and the other things and the pushing boundaries like in the background instead of swapping that. So I've learned that by launching a couple, you know, of those groups um, and those projects that again were great, but I serve better when I flip that and I stick to how we've always done it. Gotcha. It's almost like, um, like in and out. Okay. Mm. Okay. Right. I would love some of that right now. But have you been? Yes. Yes, I have. It's great. Yes. Magical. They don't make chicken sandwiches. No. They don't talk about it. I'm they sure don't give it, a fuck either. <laughs> but I'm sure at some point somebody said, you know, if we did make a chicken sandwich, it would be great. Yeah. Right? And they probably have toyed with the idea. Yeah. So for us, it's kind of like that. Like, like we're like that in and out fitness. It's like, you know what would be great? If we did this other thing. Mm. But it's not really our focus. Yes. Yeah. Right? But yeah. it's like, let's test and see. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those things have happened like that. Yeah. You know, it, it's been like we have this formula, this recipe for what works. And then, but we don't want to turn it into like, you know, last I I remember walking into Dunkin' Donuts the other day and the amount of things that they serve at Dunkin' Donuts is astronomical, right? Like, why are you calling it Dunkin' Donuts? (laughs) There's barely any donuts left. That's probably why they dropped this place. Some places are just called Dunkin'. Right, right. right. America runs on Dunkin', right? Even what you said about chicken sandwich. Like Chick Fil A doesn't open on Sundays. How much more money can they make? More money can they make if they did open, open on Sundays? On I'm sure they talk about it. They're right? sticking like, to their staying true to them, yeah. and like it's what you're saying. Like this is what staying true to us means. We've we have tried to kind of you know explore. You have to test and try, but because I, I think it, if if you're if you're coaching, you're helping. Yeah. Right. So if you really want to help, then you find other ways where you could help. But it may not always fit what you're trying to do. Yeah. So we we continue to test uh, to see if we could help more because I think that that's, that's like we're called to. More here. Mm-hmm. I think we're called to help more. But uh, a lot of those projects have been, you know, maybe outside of the realm that people know us for. Yes, okay. that's the other thing, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's almost like you're stepping out of fitness and not doing like, no, this is just a separate project. But it's, right, like, it's like we started doing like a business podcast and giving business advice. Could we? Sure. Is it our thing? Probably not. You know, would people would, tune in as much as if we did some sort of fitness seminar? No. Yeah. And it's not that you don't have the experience of you have or at least enough advice where it's more than the average person sure. knows. Totally. So it, it would be accepted. But yeah. It's, yeah. But it's not the thing. Exactly. It's not what you're known for. So people yeah. don't go all in on it as much. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. No, I applaud all of it. If I if we had a beer here, we'd cheers. I right? know. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get into the let's get into the drink. Oh, before we get into the drinks, drinks. Um, so if someone approached you and said, Okay, listen. I wanna, I wanna work out. I wanna compete. Um, and then you, you, I know we in the past we've had the discussion where you're like, all right, what do you eat normally? Where to keep track of your food, so on and so forth. And then we'll go from here. We'll go from there. Um, the the pop tarts, the croquetas. Um, mm. If someone were to approach and be like, hey, listen, um, I want to get involved with this. I want to like start my fitness journey, my transformation journey, or transformation. And uh, but I'm I'm a I'm a big beer enthusiast. Mm-hmm. Um, do I cut it out completely? Do I introduce it at certain times? Do how would how would that play into a meal plan or a, a, 
a dietary plan. So the the unpopular answer, but it's a, the the realest one, right? We're being honest. We're doing. Yes, we're being yes, totally yeah. honest. Is <laughs> it depends? Okay. Uh, and I know that people don't always like that, but it, because it does. Um, what are the non-negotiables in somebody's day to day? Like, are you uh, after work beer person? Like, you need to have a beer after work or a drink, right? Yeah. Um, is it with dinner? Like, you enjoy a glass of wine with dinner? Is it is it one? Is it two? Like, the 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 foundation to something that's going to work is figuring out what you're most likely to do. What are you going to be super consistent at? So let's start with the things that you don't want to drop, right? Oh, yeah. And so in a case where it's a beer or a drink or a glass of wine or something, how many are we talking about? You know, is it one? Is it two? Is it three? Are you drinking a bottle a night? Because then that's a whole other talk, right? Yeah. Um, but whatever it is, let's start there and then work our way backwards. So if you're going to have this every night, and this has a numeric value to it. So what else do we need to get throughout the course of the day, right? Uh, I would probably start there. And then if it was, I guess, quote, close quote, in excess of what they would necessarily need, then we can figure out in where could we get it in other places. Like if you're a weekend, like I want to drink on the weekends yeah. more. Great. Can we build that in? Right. And then here's here's the trick. And here's where most I would say most programs fall apart. Let's do it and see what happens. Let's wait. Instead of saying, I got to cut this all. It's like, well, let's do it and see how your body responds to that. And then let's see how you feel about that. Mm -hmm. Right. Because the second that you give somebody the green light, a lot of times they don't even want to do it now because they have permission. Yeah. Right? yeah. People's behaviors yep. are very yeah. interesting. Or. Um, Let's do it and then let's pay attention to how you feel and how your body responds and do those responses align with the goal, right? So if, so if you ate everything that you were supposed to eat throughout the course of the, the work week, right? Monday through Friday and, and you felt good, you're energized, you're, you have vitality and all the good things. And if the goal was some sort of, of weight reduction, we, we noticed it. And then we have a built-in time and day where you could, like, go ham, mm -hmm. right? You're going out to dinner Saturday. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to count anything. I'm going to drink as much as I want. Great. Let's do it. Yeah. See what happens. And then Monday, you feel like crap. I would say that that's something to pay attention to. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Forget the scale. Forget that part. Like, how do you feel? Do you feel like that was a good use of time? Do you want to repeat that next mm -hmm. week? If you turn around and you're like, you know what? Yeah, I do. Because I had a blast on Saturday, yeah. and I'm willing to pay that price on Monday. Game on. I'm in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then I'd look at the scale. And then I'd say, okay, well, let's pay attention to maybe you are plus one, two, or three pounds on Monday as a result of that. But where are you on Wednesday? Did it resettle? Are you back down to where we were? What are you on Friday? Are we where we, are we, where we were last Friday? Are we a little bit lower than that? Then let's do it again, right? Yeah. And then we do it again. And then you start to see that. And then there might be a weekend where you don't do it. Mm -hmm. And then Monday, you're like, damn, I feel really good on Monday. I don't really know about this drinking <laughs> on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. You know? But I think that that becomes a thing. It's like there are, there are all these rules on how you should be doing it and what the diet should look like. And more and more, I notice that we really just need to pay attention to other circumstances like 
how did it actually play out and how do you feel about that? How did your body respond to that? Um, even in this world of competing, you know, because I can tell you right now, and, and I, I've probably told this story a, a couple times over the last three or four days, because I have somebody competing in two weeks, right? Mm -hmm. There's a show in two weeks that we're going to be at. And it so happened that before they decided to prepare for this show, they had a family vacation mapped out in the mm. Caribbean. Okay. Right? A week-long Caribbean vacation, which is the only time of the year that they could have taken it. There were no other times. They've been waiting for it, yeah. right? So, but there's a show coming. It's like, so how do we navigate around quality, family, social time that's been planned and this goal, right? Like, yeah. are you going to go to this vacation and not participate? Because to me, that would suck. That would, yeah. I yeah, would say some, I would say some people would. Some people would be totally. like, well, I'm going and I'm going to bring my food and I'm going to measure everything and I'm great. More power to you. Yeah. But not everybody wants that. So if I could figure out a way for you to go and have a good time, wouldn't that be great? And, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like, and, and, and I, even saying it, it doesn't sound like it's possible, but wouldn't it be great, right? Um, and then they added like, but there's another problem. Because when I come back, I have a scheduled bachelorette weekend. I said, two, you, two weeks <laughs> out from the show. I said, you, you want to be really lean in two weeks, right? Yeah. I'm like, is this bachelorette weekend like water only? Like, yeah, no. yeah. She's like, it's going to be a shit show. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I guess game on, right? Like right? You said. Now, me a long time ago listening to something like this is no way. Like, no way, mm -hmm. right? But if I showed you the pictures of what they look like now, after all of that, after that and to think that I got competing, and to think that I still got two weeks to make that better, man, like, there should really be re more research on what we do because because <laughs> yeah. it is unbelievable. Yeah, wow. Nobel Prize. It is unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Nobel Prize, right? Like, yeah, put them up so there. So the <laughs> short answer is there is absolutely nothing that can't fit in someone's plan gotcha. on their journey to any goal. Mm -hmm. Whether your goal is to lose 300 pounds, whether your goal is to lose, the number doesn't matter. Whether it's to get on stage the only time where it gets a little bit tricky is what he's saying based on how you feel. If you're training to, to do a triathlon or an Ironman or climb a mountain, then you probably don't want to have days where you feel like shit. Right, you don't yeah. want to show up to a but race. Hungover. If we're talking yeah. about a body transformation, right? Like changing the way you look, there's absolutely nothing you can't that's off the table, like nothing. And because your question was specific to competing, then, then you do have to pay attention to how the things that you're consuming interact with your physique, yeah. right? If you're consuming something that bloats you, whether it be a beer or it be a chicken breast. If it's bloating you, it's bloating you. Yeah. So you got to pay attention to that. And it always will depend on how close you are to that moment. Mm -hmm. If the same person was getting on stage in 48 hours, my advice would be different, right? But so would the circumstances. Yeah. So, right. so you've got to look at it like time and place and, and what are all the circumstances. Like everything needs more context. Yeah. Uh, and, and does that work for everybody? No. But... It takes time to figure those things out. And I think that that's why it's a process because you are figuring it out. Mm -hmm. Like, let's, let's take a chance and see. And if I thought that it, like, listen, like every time you have that beer, you are bloated for three or four days. Like, you know, and if you're okay with that, then you're okay with that. But if you're not, then we do have to change it. But maybe the change is the kind of beer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Maybe the, mm -hmm. it's like, maybe don't drink beer. Maybe like if you're looking to have a little relax, maybe switch to wine 
or maybe you switch to a scotch yeah. or something, yeah. right? Yeah. It's not don't do it. It's like, but if this thing doesn't doesn't make your body feel good, then we need to find something else. Yeah, but yeah. you could say that about anything, right? Yeah. It's like maybe chicken doesn't digest right. Maybe fish doesn't. Mm -hmm. Maybe you have an allergic reaction to red you know, meat. Insert thing to cauliflower, right? You know, you go yeah. pick any of the quote unquote healthy foods. Maybe they don't. Your body doesn't like them. So we still have to have the same approach. Gotcha. Yeah. And then, you know, what's also interesting is the possibility that um, people go in with like, no, no, you know, that I have to have my drink. And then after seeing the work, seeing, seeing the work pay off, um, they're always fine. They might find themselves going, yeah, I really don't. I really don't want that. Yep. I don't. I want. And it's like me, like people think like. <laughs> I get it all the time. People are like, bro, uh, you have a podcast called Bruce B. How are you not like this big? <laughs> like we're expecting to see this big guy. And I was like, no, uh, no, I mean, I have beers. But even then, it's uh, in a sitting, I may have three. And that's like maybe twice a week. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, if that. And it's, it's not something that I'm doing consistently. I don't get the urge to like come home, crack one open. Matter of fact, there's been times that I've come home thinking that that's what I wanted. A couple sips and I'm like. Nah, this is not, that's not, what, this I not what I wanted. You know? not what I wanted. And, and that, I think that's where the mindset stuff shifts, like paying attention yeah. to that, yes. yeah. having that conversation. Yeah. A lot of you things know? we do are habitual. Most yeah. people just do the same stuff over and over and not even realize it's not what they want. They're just yeah. used to doing it. Wow. Wow. The way the mind works. What are you guys, uh, what are you guys drinking now? What's like the, the drink that's, that you guys are more than happy to include in your, uh, in your meal plans, the, the 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 one that's most present now is the like like I was saying before like the margaritas like you you'll do like mojitos or you know I, for a while it was a nice because I like the sweet yeah right I like yeah, a yeah. sweet drink to complement my food gotcha. um and I enjoyed it that that that's the other thing like if I'm gonna have a drink I want to enjoy it mm -hmm. I'm not gonna drink a drink just to drink it mm -hmm. you know yeah um, but I've switched over to margaritas because I enjoy you know, the taste of that and, and, uh, and also the, the, the after effect that I find to be better. If I consume something really sugary, like I, I notice a headache and, mm -hmm. and sluggishness yeah. and, and when I don't, I don't feel that way. So that, that's been a transition. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily like wine with my food, but she does. Yeah. I love okay. wine. Um, but for the most part, I would say 85% of the time, like I'll order a margarita most of where we are. I'll just always ask for it to be as, as, uh, as clean and as fresh as possible. Um, so that I can actually like enjoy the drink and it not be a bunch of mix yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. with a little bit of tequila. Like, like yeah. I want a good tequila. I want something that, that, that is quality and, and, uh, I want it made, you know, like right now, like fresh Yeah, you know, that yeah, I enjoy exactly. for me. Like my strategy always is depending on where we go, if it's a place I know that there's a drink I like, I'll order it. Like I'll look first at what their like their signature cocktails are, and if I don't see anything there that I would want, then I will go wine or champagne. Okay. Rarely I'll do like a dirty martini just because I know what I'm getting, but I can only do one because it's like salty. But it's like I always look at the signature cocktails, and if there's something with vodka that doesn't seem too sweet, that's what I'm gonna go for. Like I don't do scotch or. I've done gin, but it just doesn't sit good for me the next day. Mm -hmm. I like the taste of it, but it, it's hit or miss. Yeah. But if there's a vodka signature cocktail, especially if it's like citrusy or something like that, like that's what I'm going to go for 100% of the time. Um, 
if not, I'm like, okay, like then am I doing wine or champagne? You know, like I don't like him. Like he'll go like, oh, there's a full bar. I could order a mojito. I could order a margarita. Um, I never see a full bar and I'm like, oh, I could have this drink. Like yeah. I don't do drinks. Like if there's not a signature drink I want, it's going to be beer or wine. Um, sorry, uh, champagne or wine. If there is a signature drink that I want, then I'll try it and then probably switch to champagne or wine either gotcha. way. Okay. And I think it depends on where we're going. Cause there's totally. a, there's a, if we're out for wings, we're having beer. Oh yeah. Okay. For sure. If it's a wing night. Yeah. Like, and, sure. and we just want to like, wings, yeah. like super casual, like, like, yeah, maybe even right after the show, like, you want to go grab, you know, some wings and <laughs> yeah. have a, on a hot night. Like, yeah. For sure. yeah, we like beer. It just makes me full. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. The, um, as far as, so you're having a beer, what, any beer in general? Is there Blue Moon? A, Blue Moon? Okay. Blue Moon's okay. my favorite taste, tasting. tasting. Okay. You're probably going to hate this, but I usually go Mick Ultra just for the, like the calories. Like if we're trying to stay on plan, we're like Mick Ultra and wings with the sauce on the side so that we Because like, we can quantify it. Because we can quantify it. it. You know, Makes but if sense. I'm trying to Out of have, the bottle specifically. Like, right. yeah, want, yeah. like yeah. want the numbers. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like not the draft that could be less or more, like, you know, exactly what you're getting. Yeah. That's usually our go-to, like the Mick Ultra. But as far as like taste, like we love Blue Moon. We're not really huge like beer experimenters. Like if we went to like a beer place, like we're not like hoppy beers and mm-hmm. IPAs. Mm-hmm. Like we're not really into yeah. the strong taste of beer. Like yeah. we're just not. But Blue Moon is so good. But I got to say, it has a Corona's lot. To, good. It has a lot to do with that filling. Yeah. Right. Because if we go yeah. out to eat, we want to eat. Yeah. 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 You, mm-hmm. Yes. That's the main objective. It's, <laughs> right. The, the beer is just to help wash things down. Yeah. Right. Does, like, you know you what beer I do too. love? The Peruvian one. Cusqueña. Cusqueña. I love yeah. that. Yeah. You guys put me onto that. Yeah. yeah. You guys put me onto that years that ago. That and Blue yeah. Moon are honestly my yeah. two favorites. And the Puerto Rican beer is good too, but not the light one, the regular one. The regular medalla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. Those are all like we're out on the beach or we're, it's a hot day. Like yeah. it just calls for that. Some but refreshment. Yeah. yeah but yeah. if we're out to dinner, I don't, wouldn't necessarily order a beer. I don't think we ever have. I don't think we ever have either. It's not really our jam. Nice. Right. To each his own. To yeah, his totally. Own. You're not doing anything wrong. We will always get a drink. Always. I don't think we've there ever will gone, be alcohol. I don't think we've gone to dinner and not had a drink. <laughs> no, that's excellent. That's excellent. I think we should just move right into the music. Uh, y'all know what it is. It's Bruce Bees and Easter Podcast. I still have Laís and Ralph, the coach, with me. Stick around. There's still more to talk. What about the beats? The beats. The beats. The beats. The beats. The beats. And just like that, we're back. Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. Um, this is the 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 beats portion. Um, this is where we get to know our guests' musical tastes, uh, what they hmm, what they enjoy listening to. Um, it's they've been on the show before, but I'm sure musical tastes have evolved, and uh, and we get to know what what they listen to. You guys do road trips. Uh, what does that playlist sound like when everybody's in the car? Uh, what's, you know, how do, how do you delegate who gets to hear, like, what gets to be played? That's um, a great question. It is. We can start there. Let's start there. You know, on on road trips, especially long ones, like, you know, I, I think it took us like four and a half days to get to Vegas. Yeah. You know. I need to get closer. Uh, and... That that initial part of the road trip, I think, has to be really fun, like because it sets the tone for the rest of the trip. Yes. Okay, right. Okay. So the the let's th- go on a road trip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <it's not. laughs> um, so we like really like 
happy like right now music to yeah. get the trip going okay. right mostly because it's like we just packed the car we just got in the car we're about to set the trying to match you know, the excitement yeah. exactly like you know like i re I, I remember like specifically um uh farruko had just launched uh pepas like when we were going to vegas and okay. that song was non-stop on the radio right yeah. okay. it was our trip every song. time it came on we were like oh, it would put us right back in state right <laughs> okay okay um but i think as the trip plays out right like like leaving florida takes forever yeah. yes getting it's out of florida fucking state holy crap we're like, like we're still in florida. we are still in florida still we've in been florida. driving for four days and we're still here but i think as the trip evolves especially when you're with the kids and the kids go in to do their thing and we're mid-conversation then you don't want that in the background yeah you want right. something a little bit more low-key more low tempo so a lot of times we'll have um just like 90s r&b as okay. as background music because yeah. yeah. it's a little bit more yeah. low-key yeah. it's enough to keep the mind like oh you know you're still you're still mm -hmm. vibing a little bit because you're you're doing something fun but it isn't interrupting the flow of a talk or, right and and it allows everybody to, to be a little bit more passive mm -hmm. uh knowing that there's miles to cover uh but you're still vibing with the music and i think that for us that plays a lot during a lot of the road trips because we do talk a lot yeah, yeah that's what i was gonna say the kids are in the back doing their thing junior's on his ipad usually with his headphones we're playing games Bree's in her phone doing her thing and we're in the front talking yeah. so we will switch from like all right guys like let's get the energy up and put something like that on to something in the background because we're talking to a podcast mm. or an audiobook okay you know yeah. And, and we just kind of switch it up because like you said, we're in the car such a long time. Yeah. Like when uh, uh, we like to do like eight, nine hours of driving before we, sometimes before, it's a lot longer, but inside of that, like it changes a lot. So you don't want to do podcast the whole time, no. you know, yeah. because it yeah, yeah. can become real, like you doze off, Yeah. but an hour podcast that, that gets the mind going. And then we talk for an hour or two about it. And then okay. some music you know? to, you know, music right before you stop. And then right when you get back in the car or something, you know, vibey and jamming. Like, yeah, but R&B in the background is usually the R&B in the background, I would say most of the time, uh, like a 90s. In the house too, R&B in the background at all times. Yeah. yeah. Maxwell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. So, so there is a... Uh, I can't remember what year it was, but there was a BET Honors. Okay. Uh, and BBD did a, th uh, a thing for Bobby Brown. Okay. Where they, they did a, a medley of some of his songs, uh -huh. right? That is, that goes on right after Maxwell. <laughs> like we got Maxwell on, and then there is this, you know, and then that'll transition right into um, a, some version of, I love the stuff that, that DJ Cassidy did with Pass the Mic. Have you have seen, you seen that? that? No. You oh, would die. Really? No. Uh, oh my gosh. So during the pandemic, you know DJ Cassidy? No. Okay. No one knows him. Before you I leave today. I have no fucking idea. Okay. <laughs> We're jamming. Because it's, yes. it, it's hard to understand. So okay. during the pandemic, he got on YouTube and did mixes, real-time mixes of 90s hip-hop. Okay. So the mix starts with like Run DMC, like like. Real but time. the person is there. Right? And they're at their house. So they're at their house. Ooh. Have you seen it? And it was like a pass think, the mic. Okay. Yes, right? that part. Okay, that's right? so then it would it. go run DMC to LL, right? Yeah. From LL okay. to, uh -huh. you know. And but then he did that with uh El DeBarge and Shaka Khan and and wow. then there was another one with and then he did a nineties one with Cisco and um um what's his name? 
anyway, everybody from that era. And then yeah. there's then there's a reggae one from '90s. Like, wow, yeah, it's super cool. So, wow. He's like this big time producer. Like he produces for a lot of people, but okay. I didn't know who he was either. So he did all these past the mics, yeah. right? And all of them are the same. It's like where these artists are right now. They're at home. And they go in, they do whatever, 15 or 20 second bit of their song. And mm -hmm. so a Pass lot of those, so a lot of those mixes are constantly playing mm -hmm. uh, because you don't, you know, you get a lot of different Variety eras playing at the same time. Uh, and, and that music is, is always good no matter when. Like okay. to me, like, like that nineties R and B is even eighties R and B. Yeah. Some of that seventies disco it's almost good no matter what. Mm -hmm. Like it could set the tone for a party, but it could be like I'm working and I just have that in the background. Correct. Mm -hmm. You know, because yeah. it's not overwhelming. Yeah. You do some Bruno Mars and stuff like that too, like right. some chill background music. Okay. Yeah. Now, now if we were going to work out, then that, you know. Yeah. It's like DMX. <laughs> right. <laughs> you turn it up. <laughs> uh, but I think that's why like favorite music is, is so depending on what we're doing like yeah. uh it has to match the vibe it has to match the vibe if we're driving to dinner like you know it's, it's probably some instrumental like mm -hmm. you know lower lower tempo if it's after dinner and and it's late it's like all right i gotta stay awake and if i put something really slow like <laughs> we got all, an hour drive here right like so so it's always got to match the vibe but the things that are constants and consistent that i could say are daily are those like that those those 90s hits uh and probably and i can't tell you that is because it brings me back because i'm not sitting there reminiscing yeah every day gotcha yeah, you know? yeah i enjoy i enjoy it if there was something that good now i'd, I'd play it but there isn't <laughs> sorry everyone always says that <laughs> i agree about their music their music i don't want to be one of those people that says the music in my day was this better because it it's not a my day thing. I just prefer it, yeah. you know, yeah. and there unfortunately isn't anything that sounds like that for me. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> fills that, that there's not a, a filling of the void. So you just go back to that. That's fine. I, I totally agree. And I, I, I try so hard not to fall into that old, like, this is trash. <laughs> Why are you listening mm -hmm. to this? And it's like, I get it. I we're watching a war show. We're like, who the fuck is this person? Oh. What is <laughs> yes, this human? Do, uh, New Year's, the, the, the drop the ball mm -hmm. thing. There was mm -hmm. people performing. Where I'm like, huh? Like what? Yeah. Like, yes, this YouTube singer. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, who? yeah. And it's, and, and, uh, and funny enough, like my concern with seeing people who kind of came up, um, inside their home singing, to a camera at home, whatever you always wonder, like, what's this, what's this performance going to be like? Right. Yeah, like, totally. Can they handle that? And some did, some did pretty good, and some like uh, you could tell that they're not, they don't, they don't have the performance chops just mm -hmm. down yet. Mm -hmm. You know, they're talented. You could sing, but there's something else when you're trying to connect with the, a crowd of people. Yeah, things yeah. have definitely changed so much. Yeah. And and again, I think that we all may have a tendency of of saying that about your generation. Yeah. Uh, and every generation has something because as you were saying that right now uh, the maybe three days ago i was watching a, a sir mix a lot clip okay he was explaining owning the rights to your music yeah right okay. but he was talking about baby got back right so 
I like big butts and I cannot yeah. lie, right? Yeah. Like, if you heard something like that, like, music is trash, right? Yes, You're talking you know. about butts, yeah. you know? There was a time where that was like, I can't believe this. Yeah. There was a time where that was like, what is he saying? He, yeah. he likes what? what? <laughs> you know? That was before Cardi B. That was way before <laughs> Cardi B, mm-hmm. you know? But there was bad before Cardi B, too. Like, but I think that every rappers. generation has had their their thing that came out like, what, what are they talking about? Like, is this music now? Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I think that I've, I feel like I've been conscious of that, you know, since early 90s into the late 90s. There's been a lot of shifts, right? Early 2000s, 2010, you know, there's been a lot. And I'm like, all right, like I'm, I'm kind of present in, in what I'm listening to. Yeah. And there's a lot of transition and I don't like any of it, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like I, I'm still not liking still this new yeah. stuff, yeah. Yeah. you know? Um, every so often a song, I'm like, oh, I'm like, that's a good song. You know, yeah. the weekend will put something out that's decent, you know, but then he'll put something out. I'm like, what the fuck what is the- that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is definitely not designed for me. not for me. Yeah. It wasn't made with me in mind, obviously. <laughs> Somebody messes with it, but it's just not me. I heard the other day he's the most popular artist in the really? world right now. Really? Crazy. I thought it was Bad Bunny, but I don't know. I love Bad Bunny. Um, I think it was based on Spotify. Okay, like, just, okay. You know, I love so like all, most, most songs that are on the radio for the most part. The only thing I can't stand is heavy metal or that like, what's that shit they play like at Ultra? Oh, like the EDM. The, I was going to uh, say EDC. That shows how, yeah, like EDM. <laughs> like those two things I can't handle, like really can't. And like, no offense to the Irish people, but I don't like Irish music. Okay, like the, Irish th- the ringing of the shit like really bothers my brain really which is why i don't like heavy metal or right yeah, like yeah. that all like that yeah. stuff like it's just so disturbing to me i don't know why it's the frequency i think i'm it's, like it's oh like, my god yeah. turn it off <laughs> like i can't it's like nails on a chalkboard for me i can't handle it everything else i can pretty much deal with you ever see that uh key and peel episode with the dubstep Oh, yeah, when all of a sudden they start playing the song yeah. and everybody starts reacting right? to it. The- and the beat's going to drop. Like, yeah. Like, that's like she feels like I that. can't like, handle it. Like, 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 ah, it's exploding. I can't, like, I'm going to die. But I tend to gravitate toward, like, softer, calm things. Like, I love jazz. I love Frank Sinatra. Like, I okay. love, we talked about it last time, yeah. music from that era. I love Michael Buble and, you know... Um, What's his face? We were just talking about him earlier. John Legend, like those yeah. voices, those like timeless voices with just very chill vibe. Yeah. Um, Musical accompaniment. I, yeah. I love that. I also love country music, I think for the same reason, because it's like a very, but I do like upbeat music, just yeah. not like brain disturbing, like shoot me in the face type of music. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But I like everything. Like we'll listen to Bad Bunny and we'll listen to Salsa and we'll listen to, you know, Maxwell, like, listen, I, I'm pretty go with the flow. If mm-hmm. I'm alone, though, it'll probably be country just because it's like my default. Mm-hmm. But sometimes if we are just sitting here talking or whatever, we'll put some jazz or like my dad is a big like, you know, Frank Sinatra person and everyone from that era. So it's like, that's probably where I got it from. But I don't ever really play it. But if we go out to eat and someone's playing that, I'm like, oh, I love this music. Okay. I love the saxophone. Yeah. I love, you know, so that's kind of like my music, I guess. Have you, um, you guys recall any like great performances you went to, like witnessed? We were actually talking about that the other day. We are not concert people. Oh, you're not? Mm-mm. Okay. We have been to one con, two concerts together. One, we took Brie to One Direction. Okay. So that was fucking epic, right? <laughs> like, yeah. we were just taking her. Yeah. Um, but the other one was a Michael Bublé concert, and it was actually really terrible. 
Really? I really wish that I hadn't gone to that. It was our first, my first birthday of us being together, like our first year together. And he got tickets and it was so bad. Like I love, I've always loved him, but he really didn't live up to my expectations. First of all, Ralph was like, this many people are here. I'm like, yeah, he's a big deal. <laughs> he's like, I thought it was going to be like an intimate room. Yeah. Yeah. It was small massive. setting, you know, some, some, some couches. Right. You know? It was massive, but he really is not good live or maybe he was just having a bad day, but okay. he's much better. Not live. So gotcha. that was disappointing, but that was it. We are not big. Yeah. I think people. since then we've, we've talked about it, but I think the, the, as a matter of fact, the other day we were talking about it. Mm -hmm. the The idea of being at a concert is appealing, but not in the middle of a big crowd. Yeah, you know, we don't like crowds. Like, if we got a box seat and we were able to sit down and yeah. enjoy the artists because we really like them, we want to mm -hmm. see them live. You know, like we went to see Beyonce mm -hmm. or, or see the performance but not in the middle of a bunch of... Yeah, no. You know what I've always wanted to do? Like those Vegas residency things because they those seem so much more intimate. Yeah. Like, you know, when somebody has like a yeah, Vegas yeah. show, like Bruno Mars had one and Silk mm -hmm. Sonic or whatever. And it's like, if I could sit front row, like on a table, Got like, like kind of how they do in the Oscars where it's yeah. like, <laughs> it's like a table and I can eat or just drink and like, just be a hundred percent. Like I would go to a lot of concerts, but to be in a crowd... Fuck no. 20, 30,000 people. No way. Yeah, I'd rather watch tough. it on TV. That's kind of tough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's cool to, I mean, I guess people go for that experience. They're like, yeah, I was there and I saw it happen and whatnot. Um, but I can see where people aren't drawn to it. I, what I've noticed is a lot of the people that I enjoy, um, they're doing this thing. Thank God. They're doing this thing uh, where it's, hey, um, I recently went, uh, was in North Carolina back in November and was planning that had planned the trip with a couple of friends to go and it just happened to be that that same weekend there was an artist that i really like that was performing in north carolina so i told my people that i was like i know you guys are landing on friday i'm getting there thursday because i'm gonna go watch this show thursday night and then we'll meet up friday morning so so i went a day early and um show started at eight and then you start wondering like okay well who's opening for him i don't know uh i don't even see anything on the flyers so asking these questions um, went in there like right before eight o'clock. There was a DJ playing some music. Um, people were you know getting their drinks. You know, uh, the artist was actually at a table selling his own merch. So got to meet him. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, before so it was you know and it's it's a it's a venue. It's a nice venue where I imagine it could fit fit so many people. And there was a good crowd there, but it was eight o'clock. The band went on. He performs with the band. The band went on, kind of warming up the crowd. Uh, Half an hour into it, he gets on stage, starts performing. 10 o'clock, we're done. Wow, I love that. 10, 10.30. That like, never happens. All right, we're done. Right. Everything's mm -hmm. good. And then it's like, and I, and I was like, you know, they didn't have an opening act, which I was fine with it. You know, um, I got what I paid for. Mm -hmm. And uh, I left and I was like, man, it's only 10.30. Like, this is, this is great. And I, of course, I was on vacation, so it's not like I had to right. rush home and get to bed because the next day were. But if that were the case, then I'd the still frequency. Be to, I'd be able to get home right. mm -hmm, and get things mm -hmm. done, continue mm -hmm. my life. So... And recently I heard of another group I saw on, that they performed recently that I like. They performed recently and on their IG page or somebody posted the concert on their IG page or the uh, portion of the concert where the guy goes, he's like, this is grown man rap. Mm. He's like, we're not, we are here on time. Mm 
We will perform when we say we're going to perform. We're going to do our show, and then we're gone. Mm-hmm. We're not hanging out. We're not, you know. It's like, this is, That's cool. So, 100%. So I like, the fa- I like the fact that some artists are leaning towards that, that it doesn't become like you're sitting there like, all right, when are they going to get on? Right? You know, like, like, you're waiting hours. Exactly. And before you know it, you're like, all right, I've already dedicated, you know, four and a half, I might as well wait. Hours. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, now it's done, you know, it's, yeah. I've, and I've also experienced the other thing where you show up and it's like, yeah, the person's going to come on and it's here, it's 2, 2.30 in the morning. You're like, I left. I was like, yeah, no. I looked at my cousin and I was like, you really want to sit around? Are yeah. you good? Are you, are you good if we leave now? He's like, no, I'm fine. I didn't even see the, the main artist. But I had friends who were opening up for him. So I got to see them perform and I was mm. like, I got it out my system right. or whatever. So. So, yeah, I, I could see where concert isn't always an attraction for people. No, We're, it's not our jam. Right. Definitely, definitely. Uh, my peoples, that was the beats portion. We still got one more segment to go. I still got Laís and the coach, Ralph, with me. Y'all stick around. We're going to we're gonna talk food. We're going <laughs> to talk food. This is going to get good. Bruce Beats and Eats the podcast, and we have reached the Eats portion. Uh, this is the portion of the podcast where we get to know our guests' food taste. It also means that the, the podcast is coming to an end, but not before we get to talk about all the goodness that we experienced, that you guys experienced. Um, um, also, uh, it it gives a little insight. I know Laís mentioned it earlier. It's like, people actually, you know, you were, you're really eating that? Yeah, like, yes. And I'm going to tell you how it tasted and yes. everything and what was really good and what was okay and whatnot. Um, we, we've talked enough about diets and, and keeping track of stuff. Uh, this is just going to be free for all. Like, have no care in the world. What am I going to eat? What's the stuff that calls my attention? Um, let's, do, let's do the day thing, the, the 24-hour thing. Okay. Well, we don't eat for 24 hours, but from uh, morning to evening like what would be the ideal like i can eat whatever i want and it's not going to count against me mm. what would that we look were just like? on a cruise doing that we had first breakfast second breakfast first oh, lunch oh, second oh, lunch wow, you guys first were, dinner, were second those, dinner. Were those people it's oh, like all right what time <laughs> we loved it we go out to eat probably five days a week okay if not more yeah okay. like we we go out to eat every single day for sure yeah. sometimes we're picking up lunch sometimes it's dinner they're not always elaborate, but we at least once a day, sometimes we skip a day, but at least once every day we go and grab something somewhere. If I could eat anything, you know, you want to go first or you want me to go first? It's, it's, uh, it depends. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I think that one of the things is always the, the hypothetical scenario of if I could eat anything, it's like, I eat the things that I want now like yeah. i would pick what i'm having you know yes, like the correct. thing that yeah. i eat in the morning that's exactly what i would go for because we were on the cruise and that's exactly what i had you know so yeah. i think that the hypothetical thing is like i would have you know this french toast and it's like i would probably have that one time but if i could have anything that i wanted then the thing that i would gravitate toward is my huge right my my regular everyday yeah the everyday feels good i have Two eggs every morning with toast. Uh, The only thing that would change from that is there are moments of time where I have bacon with that. Mm -hmm. There are moments of time where I have ham with that. Uh, And and it's like for days. Like I'll have two eggs and bacon for days, multiple days. And then then I'm like, all right, I'm done with the bacon. Mm -hmm. And then it'll be ham. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll even do like hot dogs in that. I really like that. 
Uh-huh. Oh, you're still you're still, around, you're still doing that. And yeah, eggs. And eggs, yes. I'd like not that. a lot of people, but there's still people who... There's like still it. people. Yeah. But uh, two eggs and toast is a staple. Yeah. Now, regardless of what, what else is going on, I'm normally going to have something else. Like, um, I enjoy, you know, oats with protein powder. Like, I enjoy it. It tastes good for me. Um, and then the fact that I'm trying to hit numbers all the time... Uh, is, is that helps. Um, I have rice four times a day. So there's always a rice meal. Mm. I'm uh, not a rice fan. So no. there is rice and chicken, rice and beef, rice and fish happening four times a day, every day, even if we went out to dinner. That's every so often it'll be pasta instead of rice or potato instead of that. But for the most part, everything stays pretty consistent and I enjoy all of it. So I gravitate toward even, even that even when I'm out, okay. I would pick that. And I know that sometimes people go out and eat something that they normally would never have. And I guess I, I think about it the other way. I'm like, well, what could I have if I wanted to have it every day, mm-hmm. right? And unless mm-hmm. it's something ultra saturated with a bunch of stuff that you couldn't even eat every day if you wanted to, yeah, that isn't even something that I would want normally. Yeah, all the delicious, like for me, food is an experience. Like I love everything about it. Like the presentation, Mm. all the different ways that you can cook something like an egg or a steak or whatever, the setting of the place that you're in, the twist people put on things, right? So it's like, we love like food. I love everything I eat every day. Like we make sure that we don't make it boring. Like I make burgers all the time. I make tacos all the time. We make quesadillas. We have steak and potatoes. We have pasta, like we make sure that even when measured and even when on plan, it's still like seasoned well and enjoyable and we take our time to do it. You know, we make rice and beans and put that. So I love everything I eat every day. And none of the things that I love that I don't eat every day, I could eat every day. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it's a lot or it's like, it's stronger in taste. So it's like, I love this, but I wouldn't want to eat it every day. But if I could, to answer your question, like if I could, you know, from morning to night, like just have something that I normally wouldn't for one day. Mm -hmm. Right. Because again, I wouldn't be able to repeat it the next day. I think like, I love smoked salmon in the morning. Uh, I love breads. So it's like, if you give me a bread spread with like butter (laughs) or jelly or like all the, give me all the breads, you know what I mean? I love cinnamon. A baguette, a yes, viali, a yes, bagel. Yes, exactly. That's just the bees. A croissant. <laughs> and then like the sweet breads, like an almond croissant or a chocolate yeah. croissant or a cinnamon bun or like, yeah. like I love stuff like that. I'm not really a big like breakfast foods person. Like yeah. I don't really care for pancakes or waffles okay. or like that type of stuff. Yeah. But I guess the stuff I just said is breakfast too. Um but again, it would be like a one-off. Like it would be like today I would have this spread of all of these breads, all of these sweets, sweet breads, uh, some smoked salmon. I love like um, eggs Benedict. Okay. You know, like I love that kind. I guess it's brunch foods really. Oh, it, yeah. You know? Yeah, borderlining into. Yeah. I love that experience. But again, like once. Um, I love sushi. Like anything except for eel, I will eat. Um, we love Italian food, like pastas and pizzas and, you know, all the things. Um, we love a good steak. Like that's a, a staple for us. Like we were saying before, like a steak, a filet of fish, like anything that sits really well. But like you said, we will go to so many different restaurants and order the same thing because they taste different everywhere. Yeah. And then Um, like you said, you're the, if you're the type of person that 
sees it as an experience that the mm-hmm. presentation is going to be different even though the core of the plate is the same yes. it's everything else that goes around yes we're not very adventurous in terms of like so many cuisines like we love like asian food like japanese korean chinese like we will go for all of that we don't really do like a lot of like caribbean food like jamaican or you know haitian food or we don't really do like ethiopian food or we don't really do middle eastern food or mediterranean like we don't really do that stuff that much um just because or indian food like we don't love the the taste of a lot of those cuisines but we do love a good italian a good french a good steakhouse you know japanese again we eat a lot of korean food actually a lot of times but none of that i could repeat you know it's more like today this is delicious or at this place this is delicious but especially if you do a few meals back to back for us i think the way because we do what we do how we do it it's like all right i can't wait to have my you know (laughs) my ground beef and and potato like because it sits good yeah um and we make sure that our everyday food has that element of like i'm enjoying it and not just like i think that's fuel that's the thing like we work a lot on enjoying a lot of things so it's hard to say that we wouldn't repeat them because we made a conscious decision to enjoy the thing right so it's like if i am if i said this is what i would actually want then i wouldn't want something else because then then i'm not being really honest right yeah (laughs) (laughs) that went out the window (laughs) i love desserts like desserts are my gem he doesn't really have a sweet tooth like i do um, I would ask for, like, I, I ask for more food. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, if I'm going to, yeah. I got you. I am yeah. like, I need room for dessert because, like, we'll go to a, a restaurant and he does the ordering. Like, we eat everything tapas style. It doesn't matter where we are. It doesn't matter yeah. what kind of food it is, what kind of restaurant it is. We, we order for the table. We order for gotcha. the table. And everybody's tasting. Whether gotcha. it's just yeah. us, even if it's just us. Just yeah. us, us and the kids, us and friends. Like, you guys are going to order for the table? Perfect. And he he's in control of ordering. Like, he's a massive restaurateur is that how you say it like he will dig and we will get into these crazy spots like he will spend hours like he looks at everything i'll be like oh look at this place looks so good and then he's like nope and i'm like how and he's like i looked at reviews in three different places and i looked at the menu and i looked at the pictures and i looked at the location and like he will do his fucking homework thorough so when we get there like he pretty much already knows what he's ordering and every time that i've tried to look at the menu and order it fucking backfires I'm like, why do I bother? Why is the shit I order so trash? So we go in, like, sometimes he doesn't even tell me where we're going. Like, mm-hmm. just how do I dress, right? And it's our thing. Like, and he finds these spots and sometimes they're very intricately located and they're very cool or they're very nice or they're very hole in the wall. Like, we yeah. like all of the different experiences. Yeah. But we will try to taste that's why we do tapas style as many things as we possibly can and it started years ago when he was like i'm gonna get this and i'm like i think i'm gonna get the same thing and he's like and then i'm like but i don't want to get the same thing as you like you get something i get something and then i could taste because it's like if i'm gonna have a meal like how many things can i experience <laughs> you know yeah, what i mean yeah. so now it's like okay maybe we get two or three appetizers and we get two entrees and we get two desserts and it's like we just both eat everything and depending on the place you go to they'll split it for you but a lot of times we just get extra plates we're not like eating off each other's plate but it's yeah. like everything goes in the center and we just grab what work we your way like around everything yeah that's so in front of you. if we go to a restaurant i'm looking at the drinks and i'm looking at the dessert like that's my area he everything orders everything is, else is it's all it's 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 it works Are we for going us. To dinner later? <laughs> it works for us. <laughs> but the segment worked. Yeah. It's really interesting when 
we bring guests. Yeah. Right? Because uh, it feels awkward to not take control. Especially other Ooh. guys, like other uh, couples. Yeah. Right. Because it's, especially if it's somewhere we've been. Yeah. I'm right? like, he's going to order. And they're like, okay. <laughs> but that first time is weird. But if somebody's gone out with us a few times. Even just it, once. It's like, now it's expected. It's a thing. You know? Now <laughs> it's like, <laughs> now you can like if them. we go out with people more than once, like they won't even look at the menu. No they're one, like, like, they don't even, they're like, I don't even know what I'm looking at here. Like, yeah. like I don't even want it. And then yeah. they start doing like the whole, like, you got it, right? <laughs> you got it, right? <laughs> you got this, right? <laughs> Everyone will get a menu and we'll look at the drinks and we're like, okay. And he's like doing his research. Yeah. We're like, whatever, whatever he I got orders. notes. Yeah. got algorithm. Yeah, <laughs> he's, exactly. I told him. Taking like, allergies into consideration. <laughs> <laughs> I told him it's such a gift. Like I have something similar to that, like with fashion. Like I dig and I find the craziest, coolest outfits yeah. in all sorts of ways that people would never find or believe in the place, in the same places they're looking half the time. But either they don't think they could pull it off or they're not looking at it like I'm looking at it. Yeah. So he's got that with like restaurants and experiences and Cause food. Because we like, we like just, just for the, for the sake of anybody listening, like it's on, on all ends, right? Like we like fine dining, mm -hmm. but we also like speakeasy. Yeah. Like, you know, like right now we're really into. That's probably where we're going later. They have an in the biz night tonight. <laughs> we are really <laughs> into finding password protected, yeah. private, okay. yes. like. Secret passageways. Secret passageways. Nice, like nice. we That's like, the type of shit. Because it's like. about the experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And some places you do, and they're really nice. Mm -hmm. And other places are in a back alley somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know? And we enjoy those too. Yeah. So we love hole in the walls, like so, someone's grandma's cooking, you know? Gotcha. Uh, and that becomes part of the, the meal. Okay. You know? Like, yeah. um, I remember a few weeks ago, we went to a restaurant at the airport. Mm -hmm. right okay like we were she's like where are we going i'm like to the airport and it ended it ended up being a nice place a fine dining restaurant with a, with a view of the runway like that's your yes. background wow you know overlooking the runway like it was empty empty no, no one knows there. it's there <laughs> you know and it's everybody's like, expected to get have to get to the tsa to yeah. eat something at an airport yeah that's the first thing i thought i was so, like wait a minute you guys so it's like Finding places like that uh, that we could go back to yeah. is super cool. Or finding a place that has something unique or an open kitchen that we could watch them cook. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Anything that makes the experience, the food's got to be good. Of course. Right? And yeah. the but, service. Because yeah. bad any, service, I'm not coming back. Anything that makes the experience, you know, that much better mm -hmm. heightens the meal. Yeah. You yeah. know, and then if we find a place that we like, it's like, all right. Now we want to come back and we want to try this. Mm -hmm. And then one of the things that we are really big on is when we go somewhere that we frequent it a lot, mm -hmm. having that, um, I don't, uh, do you Yelp? No, I don't. Okay. I, don't I mean, there's he times does. there's, oh no. Yeah. No. As far as submitting like reviews or that. No, so, no, no. so on Yelp, when you check in somewhere, if you check in a lot, you become the mayor of that place. He loves it. On okay. Yelp, right? He's like, look, who's look. the Duke? <laughs> <laughs> right? like, so... So that would be the digital version of that. But in the real world, it's the, when they know you, like, hey, the same table. Like, do you want your usual? Like, same drink. You, you want the same drink? He, we both Let me tell it. you something. If you do that, I'm in forever. I, it's funny you say that. <laughs> I, I, I want to hear more of that. <laughs> but this morning when I, <laughs> I had breakfast at this one place um, in Winter Garden, 
and uh, sitting there with a buddy of mine from high school and we're eating whatever. And I observe one of the staff from behind the, the counter. She goes, up, oh, Virgil's coming. And I was like, what's that all about? <laughs> is that code? So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're going to die so is what I would have said. Yeah, she's, t- she's telling everybody else there. She says, Virgil's, oh, I see Virgil's coming. And, uh, and of course, I'm like, I'm curious. I'm like, who's Virgil? Mm-hmm. And how do they know that? Wait, how did she, what's going on here? And I look over, like, towards the front the, the window, and I don't, I don't know what she's talking about. Then I see this guy pull up on a, on a, on a three-wheel bike mm-hmm. with a flag on the back, little indicator flag, like everybody mm-hmm. else is bringing three-wheel bikes, <laughs> parks mm-hmm. it right along the front of the establishment. Older gentleman, suspenders and all, like old, older gentleman. Walks it. Oh, uh, when this is said, there's instantly a glass of ice water and a cup of coffee sat at the counter. Oh, my God. You would die. Before Virgil even comes through the door. Like he's parking his he's parking his bike. <laughs> he's walking up. And I was like, oh, that's Virgil. And they, they're ready. They, they knew exactly. So Let me tell you something. So we love that. Like, he loves At it. all levels. Like, when we lived in, in Miami, like, you know, I used to go get coffee. Yeah, everywhere. at the window. Yeah, every window. Like, and and if there was a line at a window and I didn't have to make it, like, they would just hand the coffee my on the side. Like, you know, <sighs> if I get yeah. to a window, there's a line of people, and they would peek out. Rafa, you know, yeah, and yeah. I yeah. Forget. We uh, like the connection, you know. Yes. So like you the know? speakeasy place that we go to, it's like the guys like, "Welcome back. I like your shoes. How are you guys doing?" And then yeah. he'll come in. He'll talk or, to us. We'll do a shot together, like things or, like that. Or the other night, like we went to this restaurant and there were no tables, and they made a table. You know, and it's like, what do you need? Like, you know, there was a delay in the order. What did you guys get? Like those little things. First of all, to me, that's, that's how you should do it. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Like if the little things are the big things, every business step their game up to treat everybody that way. Right. It's hard with a first time customer, but when you're, when you have repeats, if you level up your game, like, cause then what am I thinking the next time I want to go out? Do I want to go somewhere new or do I want to go like cheers, right? Yes, Where everybody right, knows. Right? Yes. Get out of my like, head. That's exactly what I was thinking. So for me, that's, a, and, and if I'm going to bring people somewhere, where am I going to bring them? You know? So yeah. those things matter. And when we get that level of service, like we are so in. Yeah, we're you so know? It and becomes like the rotation. Like we'll try new places, but it becomes a very like big contender in the rotate. Like, okay, if we're going to go out, like which one of these five yeah. spots that we're going to be treated well at and that yeah. people are nice and they know us and they'll, you know, and they're always going to put their their best foot forward. Yes. But if you said if they did that at more locations, I don't think the the restaurant industry wouldn't be such a, uh, a not a failed industry. But that there's they always the numbers are is that most of the times people open restaurants and within a year and yeah. a half they're they're closed. Right, and if you look at and if you look at the 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 cycle of how that works, right, like the the reciprocity is there mm-hmm. because if if you are you know, and on, on that service side and you are tip dependent. Most of the time, like there's always somebody who's going to screw you, but most of the time when you over deliver, you're going to get tip well. And, yeah. And you're going to remember that person. Yep. And then yep. you're going to come back and be like, Oh, that's so-and-so and so-and-so tip. And then you come back with more and then you're going to get even, a, and it goes round and round. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, a, it, it really does come down to, to executing the thing that you do well and when possible, picking up on cues that allow you to do it even better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and for for us, as often as we go out and as and as many things as we enjoy doing, those are always things that stand so far beyond. Yeah. And we have 
a few places like that, right? Yeah. Like we have our Mexican place that treats us like that, right? Where we'll sit at the bar and they're like, hey, and every, let me tell you, like, when you're at a restaurant and everyone knows you, right? It's like, hey, people you're are back. like, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> yeah, everybody around you. Everybody stops to say hello. Hey, I haven't seen you in a while. Like, people are like, who the fuck are these people? Like, yeah. You know, or, um, or we're like that at Illum too. They know us. Yeah. <laughs> it, when, when it's a really high end place, that's not good. Because <laughs> that like, costs a lot more. We come here way yeah. oh, too yeah. much. <laughs> But uh, next thing you know, we're ordering but bottles we, of we, things. We have a local pub, right? Where we have a, you know, there's a person that that we normally want to be seated in that area yeah. because now we have rapport, mm -hmm. and we're gonna be assured that not only are we gonna have a good meal, but we're also gonna have a good experience while we're there. Because yeah. a meal could be shitty if you have a shitty person waiting on you. Yes, you know? yes. yeah. yeah. It's like fuck. I can't wait to leave. Yes, yep. you know. Yep. Uh, but when it's the opposite, even if the meal isn't that great, sometimes. You had a great time while you were out. And that's yeah. why you're going out in the first place. True. So I think that for us, it's we love good food. But when you pair it with good service, it is a home run. Mm. You know, and, and a lot of times that's what I'm reading. You know, okay. how many people had a good experience? Got you. You know, yeah. is, it, is there a theme here? Yeah. And uh, then depending on the experience, like, are they really bitching about this? Oh, my right? God. I love reading negative reviews that are about things that are so stupid it's like that's what you wrote that's a review what, yeah, about like yeah. what kind of day are you having we, yeah you know? and that and that deciphering that is is the, the is the thing. key is, is the key is the key yeah. you know it's it's um so with with food in considering that it's almost like what we do for a living like talk about food all day mm -hmm. and as much as we work going out to a nice dinner or a nice meal and by nice i always mean a good experience i don't yes. necessarily mean just a fancy establishment. I mean, can we go have a good experience that allows us to disconnect from the workday, mm. right? Because we work from home. Yeah. We were talking about that before. Like, we work from home. We live here. And it's like you want to leave for that moment. Because the opposite is true when you're not home. You want to get home. Right, because so you've been out all day. Because you've been out yeah. all day. Right? So we've been home all day. So we want to get out and, you know. Experience something. So, yeah. so the experience is just as important as the actual meal. Right. And when you can match them, like... It we is. we never pick up food, like we really oh, don't like okay. unless we're having like a random like hungover tired. Let's pick up Chinese food. Yeah. Like we are not the type of people that pick up food. And like, by the way, have you ever seen a Chinese food commercial? <laughs> <laughs> unless it was unless it's like Payway or no 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 no, no that's not what I mean. No. I mean like that your like, local like, like corner, corner Chinese food. No, ever. No, no. They, they'll send me. They'll send me the. Uh, they'll leave the the but menu on the door, on but not. A, you know. And those places are always busy. Yeah. Like there's so many lessons in that. Yeah. You know. It's true. Because they don't need any advertising. No. Yeah. At all. You know what. <laughs> you know where it's at. You and when I go it. there and there's a line, I'm like, how the fuck did all these people know that this is here? Because yeah. they don't promote. You know, yeah. there's not an Instagram ad. They'll come find there's you. There's not a YouTube thing coming up. Like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's never part of an algorithm. It's never something like an ad, a sponsored nope. ad or anything. Nope. <laughs> it's incredible. That is something but else. What a, what a <laughs> but that's what I was saying about the experience. It's like, if we're going to go out to eat, we want to have an experience. Whether it's a casual one, like you said, in a pub or in a hole in the wall or in a local place. Like, there's a local bar here, you know, in the town that we live that's very local. Very local. Okay. Very local. Yeah. <laughs> Very country. It's all the bikers. It's all the country guys. It's it's like it's like you feel like you went to another state, right? Wow. 
it's super cool though. That, that's where we have wings and McUltras, like, yeah. and they know yeah. us too. Yeah. <laughs> but right. we would go from there to like, you know, a restaurant at the Four Seasons where they know us too, right? Yeah. And it's like, and everything in between. But are you having an experience? And this yeah. local bar, we know which days to go and we know which days to not go, yeah. right? Like there's a trivia night. Like, no, I'm not going to listen to somebody yell on a microphone. <laughs> but the karaoke night is pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> right? So it is about the experience. We don't ever pick up wings or pick up Chipotle or pick up like, if we're going to go eat out, like if we're not going to make the food, yeah. we are going to go have an experience with it, whether it's a casual experience or a high-end experience, like it's all about the experience. And then there's food there, you know, like food's a part of the experience, but right. you need the full experience. Otherwise it's like, I'll just make it. Yeah. You know? Exactly. It's true. It's true. I want to give you guys an opportunity to plug sure businesses. You're not getting the opportunity. I would have set up a fourth mic if, if Siri, Siri was going to get involved. If we knew Siri was just going to join the party. You had to make her presence Why felt. did she do that? I don't know. It's so annoying. Um, give you guys an opportunity just to let the people know, um, what, you know uh, where they can find you guys, what you guys have going on, maybe the next competition. Um, if, if you're in the area, you want to get involved with the gym or the, the Zoom capabilities of, uh, your, um, of training, training with you guys. I think the best the best way to get into our ecosystem is probably through through our podcast, right? Because mm -hmm. at least this way you get a taste of all of it. And 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 we talk about competing, we talk about working out, we talk about all of those things. But I uh I think in the in the day and age that we are in, you have so many opportunities to connect with businesses before getting there if they give themselves the opportunity to put out some of the things that they do. Mm -hmm. And that's really what we use those platforms for. Like, you know, on, on, on Instagram, you know, on, on her page and my page, like we share a lot of the stories of the people that we coach and, and the things that we're doing, but it's more to, to give insight to all of the things that are different about our style of doing things uh, and to kind of bring people along. And the best way for anybody to actually get an idea of what it is that we do is through following all of those things instead of, you know, instead of some web page that has, you know, a description of our business and yeah. some sort of offer. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Like I would rather somebody have context to what we're about before even reaching out to us. You know, yeah. I, I love it when somebody says, Hey, I've been watching your YouTube series or your podcast or your show. Your stories uh, on Instagram. Uh, and, and, and we say something like, yeah, you say that all the time. It's like, <laughs> then you really know what we're talking about, yeah. right? Because coaching, which is what we do, is really a relationship, right? Yes. Uh, it's not a transaction. And the, the best way to build that relationship is if you have some sort of context about who you're talking to first uh, on our side, we don't always get that when we meet somebody. Yeah. But on their side, they can always do tons of homework about what we've done, who we are, what we stand for, what we're about. Um, so, you know, Lais and the coach, which oddly enough, we don't have a, uh, an Instagram page for. I've told you that. We need to do it. You need a, you need a seventh Instagram page. <laughs> <laughs> we have a foodie one, but we don't yes. have our podcast one. But, but Lais and the coach... You know, it's, it's on all platforms. You can catch up with, you know, uh, our show and, and uh, 
not only our show, but like our road trips we document. Mm-hmm. You know, we love taking people through not only the, the the different places that we drive through, but what it's like to stop at a hotel in the middle of a prep and have to cook in a room. Yes. Like, you know, we were in Atlantic City and we bought a skillet and we're cooking in the bathroom. Like, you know, you would never think. Wow. We call it bathroom chicken. Bathroom chicken, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, it's a must see like honestly those are my favorite ones to record and we go back and watch all of them like because now we can go back a year or you know yeah. whatever a year and a half and it's like wow like look at all that shit we did on the road like right? and, we or, bought microwaves like so many adventures and, you know? and back to the, the way that we do things right it's awesome to be driving through somewhere in the west coast right before she's going to step on stage and go into an in and out and practice the things that we are preaching right and, and in real time see yeah like it doesn't matter when it is or how it is we are doing these things and still getting these outcomes yeah it's amazing that uh and i think that's a that's a perfect thing to showcase because um despite the fact that the viewer might go you know these people are crazy yeah i would never do that i would never do that but you can't say it can't be done right that's our goal that's our goal. It's not for everybody, yeah. right? But back to what we were saying before, like to show you what's possible, to show you how it's possible to get it done. Yeah. It's not for everybody, but it, it is for right. a lot we, more people. Like we can't coach everyone, yeah. right? Yeah. Even if even if that were the goal, like you only you have a certain amount of time in the day. Like, yeah. you know, so, yeah. so it's not for everybody. But what you said is really the thing. It's like, like I get into arguments with coaches online all the time, right? Who you? He loves it. <laughs> I remember when I used to real backstory. When I used to work out with Rob, we'd get we every once in a while we'd get the occasional. Hey guys, you know I walked into a gym and there was a table set up outside, and they asked me, "Hey, can I ask you something about your eating?" And oh you're like, god. "Of course you can." Oh my god, he loves it. Oh my god, I love it. And then they would be go, and then they would walk. He would walk away teaching. Giving like, yeah, I get so uncomfortable if we walk into a GNC or a vitamin shop. I avoid walking in there with him. I'm like, just don't let let's just pay and go, please. <laughs> so you you but, get into but a I, I I get into it because I I don't believe in absolutes, mm. right? And most people are preaching absolutes. This yeah. is the absolute only way that you could do this. No, it's not. And here is hundreds of testimonials on how that isn't true right if you don't walk away from that saying okay maybe i should change my verbiage to this is the way that i do it right and Mm -hmm. i'm not trying to tell people how to run their shit but it's more like if you're claiming that the only way to do something is this one way even when there's a bunch of evidence that there's another way to do it right it's like then then what do you really know you know, right? Or how much work are you willing to do? That right. seems to me like it's like because I don't, I don't ever claim that our way is the only way, right? Yeah. It's like there, I think every way can work yeah. if it works for you, right? You yeah. don't want to eat meat, don't eat it. You don't want to eat veggies, don't eat those either. Like, but what we're saying is, let's find a way that works for you that fits inside of whatever it is that you want to do, and let's take into consideration that there may be things that you may not want to give up, but you could still get the outcome, mm-hmm. whatever those might be, you know, and that. On my side, I'm not going to have this biased, dogmatic approach on how to do it just because it's what I believe. Because mm-hmm. ultimately, I'm not the one eating the food. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I mean, that, and, that, and like you said, it's not for everybody. Somebody might look at the YouTube series or our stories and be like, that's crazy. But it's like, 
depends on what you focus on, right? Because we're driving cross country and we are stopping in Louisiana to eat beignets, right? I didn't miss out on those beignets. I didn't miss out on In-N-Out. But yeah, the rest of my meals, I was cooking stuff in the room. Or we did make sure that we get, you know, a walk in and get some steps in or get our workout in, right? So it's like, it's not, it's not that it's just the in and out of the Pop-Tarts or the beignets. I, and it's I not guess, that it's just the chicken and rice and the working out. I guess the highlight right. is that, coexist. that most people focus on what they have to give up, mm-hmm. right? So I'm opening with, you don't have to give that up. Now what? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's the next thing you're going to yeah. throw at me? Yeah. Because <laughs> the work, no one can deny. No one thinks, no matter how little you know, that you can get a body transformation without exercising, moving your body, right? And eating in a way that supports that. That's obvious. Everyone knows that if they want to change the way that they look, they're going to have to make some changes with their food and they're going to have to make some changes with their, with their training depending on, or with their movement depending on how any of that is going. But they also think that you have to give up alcohol or desserts or outings or bread or vacations or insert thing. And it's like, that's where he leads from. Like he's saying, like, you don't have to give up anything. You do have to work. You do have to put in the work, but you don't yeah. have to give up anything, right? So it's like, now what? Yeah. And still, you know, well, I don't have time. If anything, you have to give up your, all the boundaries you set on right. yourself. Yeah. Right, and and Literally. then and then you got to realize how hard that is. Mm-hmm. You know? Tougher than doing a hundred uh, ten push-ups for ten minutes at a time, <laughs> for sure. The, the limitations that that we all place on on the things that we believe, you know, is is are are harder to break sometimes than than anything else. And most of the time, they have no substance behind them, you know. And that becomes like an interesting conversation to have with yourself. It's like, why do I believe that? Why do I think it's that way? I don't really have a way to explain it. I just do. And it's like, all right, well. well. That's what they always said. That's what we always hear. Yeah. Who's they? Right? It's like people always say this. I'm like, what people? You know, them. Who? Can they you name one that. of them? I grew up with, they all said it. I'm like, who's they? And why did they, are they qualified to say that? Like, <laughs> do they know what the fuck they're talking about? <laughs> you didn't curse once. I did. I said a few. Yeah. We could play back. <laughs> it's on the tape. It's on the tape. So, Laís and the Coach, uh, YouTube, uh, Laís and the Coach on any digital streaming service where you get your podcasts at. Um, start there. And, mm-hmm. and in the show notes, you'll also get the, uh, the Workout World IG. Uh, We've been towing back and forth on, on, on an idea, and, and I think that you just said it. That's what we need to do. Wow. I'm going to buy Laísandthecoach.com right now if it's available. It better and be available. Is there another fucking Laís and Coach? And that's what we are going to that's going to be the thing oh, sure. that'll lead to everything. Yeah, the inception of the next business. Look at that. It's what we do here at Bruce yes. Beast and Easter podcast. <laughs> I also say there it is. Bruce Beast and Easter podcast. As always, I'd like to thank my guests, Lais and Ralph for taking the time, sitting down and talking it up with me. I'd like to thank you, the listener for tuning in yet another week. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell a friend, if you didn't enjoy it, tell an enemy, uh, start with something, uh, 10 minute walks. Like Ralph said, something simple, it's something that the, my people in the beer community, I think it's it's missing. Like, uh, I think, man, we need more movement. We need. Uh, it's cool we all get together and drink beer, but we need more movement. So, nice. so sometimes I find myself in a situation where I go shoot half court and then you know baskets for about half an hour and then I die for like the next week and a half. <laughs> but but it has to be done regardless. It has, it has to, to be done. Be done. Uh, Bruise beats and eats. The letter N eats at Gmail. If you want to send me an email. Um, besides that, it's just uh, the Instagram. DM me. Let me know what you think about the show. And um, yeah, man, thank you guys once again. You guys have been great. Thank you for having us. Thank you for this having is us. Fun. Truly, my pleasure. Always good to catch up with you guys. Absolutely.
We're out of here.